When setting out on a journey, the Sufi must carry with himself what is necessary for him in order to perform the religious duties properly. I heard Abu Bakr Muhammad ibn Abdullah say, Ibrahim and Khawas would practice trust in God in absolute poverty and isolation. And with a, with a rigorous discipline, especially when traveling, he would always carry with himself a needle, some threads, and a, a rukwa, and a pair of scissors. Once he was asked about that, why do you why do you carry such things while you deprive yourself of everything else? He replied, the fact that I carry these things with me does not lessen my tawakkul, because we have religious duties towards God, and the poor man has only one garment, whether it is a mizar or a shirt. Perhaps it may happen that his garment gets torn. Therefore, if he does not have a needle and threads with him, may, he may his private parts would show, and so he would not be able to perform the regular prayer. As for the rakwa, if he wants to perform an ablution for prayer, he needs to move away from people, lest they look at his private parts and, and the like. Indeed, if you saw a Sufi traveling without carrying a rakwa himself, you should doubt that he prays. The Sufi must observe the prescription, prescriptions of his master and guard the education he received from him. Ahmad ibn Muhammad ibn Zakaria reported from Ahmad ibn Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab who reported from Muhammad ibn Abbas uh, Al-Walid ibn Uqbab by the following by saying Ibn al-Mubarak We sought the adab when the teachers were gone Ahmad reported from Ahmad who said Al-Husayn ibn Ahmad al-Qazi said Adab for the, for the Gnostic is like repentance for the Novais The Sufi must regret the times he has failed to follow his moral, noble morals. Ali ibn Bundar told us, Muhayb ibn Alwar said, Sufyan al-Tahwari was weeping bitterly. And when, when asked the reason for that, he said, Indeed, I cry because we have grown old and our life has come to an end. Yet we still don't know how to shape our character by any of the morals which, got, which lead to God's satisfaction. I went to see Abu Amr ibn Himdan and I found him sitting with sighing with grief. So I asked him, O oh, Shaykh, what's the matter with you? He answered, I meditated upon my, my entire life and I did not find it, find in it even one small thing with which I could encounter God Almighty. And I meditated upon myself and I did not find in it any morals of the righteous, hence who should moan more than me? The Sufi must not do in private anything that he would be ashamed to do in public. I heard Mansur ibn Abdullah say, He who does, does in private what he is ashamed to do in public has no respect for himself. Good I heard Mansur say, To him who strives hard in, in, in his inward heart, God bequeaths his outward conduct. And to him who improves his outward conduct, God bequeaths his guidance. God the Exalted said, And those who strive in our cause, we will certainly guide them to our paths. Abu Uthman al-Hiri was asked, Who is the one who practices sincerely the spiritual path? He said, He who perfects his vigilance over inward attitudes and practices the sunnah in his external conduct and has a good opinion of people and a bad opinion about himself. About the adab to be observed when traveling, Muhammad ibn Mansur al-Tusi said, The least the traveler needs for his journey consists of four things, knowledge to guide him, the invocation of God to keep him company, Water to restrain him, and certitude, yatheen, to sustain him. Indeed, if he has all that, he won't, he won't mind living or dying. 
The Sufi must not be concerned about material goods, rather he should bestow them generously, in particular on those who render him a service. I heard Abu Abbas of Baghdadi say, I shaved the heads of Abu Turab and Naqshbandi, Naqsh, Naqshabi, and he, and he paid me 70 dinars.